Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm up for my sixth nomination. Wait, no. <laughs> I'm up for my sixth gold glow. Category is shit shows. <laughs> LGBTQ rights? I'm profiting. Oh. oh. <laughs> Hi, gay. Hi, gay. <laughs> I'm Tyler. I'm Dravis. And this is Privileged Twinks. Yeah, it's a podcast where we recap the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Utah. Let the record reflect all of the proceeds from those shirts are going toward Glad. But mm. that's G- that self-promo for Meredith Marks. Yeah. Jewelry. Jewelry. Unsettling a little bit. A little bit vibes. It's giving Pride Month changing the logo, but doing nothing. Did they change the logo? No, when people do change their logo. Uh, they are giving things, don't get me wrong. Glad is a great program, but that's all I could think about. Okay. Was it, this seemed like the episode where Lisa got to promote her Vita, and Meredith got to promote that she has jewelry. Yeah. So. It was a weird, I don't, okay, we'll talk more about that when we get into it. The whole thing was kind of strange, but I have thoughts and opinions. Well, we could, we could start by talking about your opinions of the finale as a whole, and then we can start recapping. It felt like not a finale. It was very confusing. Like, not confusing. It just didn't feel like the end of the season. Also, it, the very end There wasn't, end like, was a weird climax. Too. Yes. Right. It was very strange. I was like, is this... It felt like nothing happened, really. I don't know. I feel like maybe they should have ended it in Veil. You mean in Zion? Zion, yes. Veil would have been a little early. Well, <laughs> right. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> or maybe that could have come out. I don't know. It just was like, this is kind of not pointless, but also it felt like a mid-season episode, not like the end of the season. Well, it seemed, I feel like normally in the finale, they either wrap it up in a perfect little bow and everybody's really happy or everybody's mad at each other. It's fine, but it just felt like it doesn't have to be like the ultimate climax of the season. Because the reactions are coming. I feel like typically like productions like okay this is like the wrap the show we need to talk about the main thing like what's been going on something it was like it was a party people were like i mean i guess it was relevant but then at the same time nothing really happened the the fights were weird it was just strange i mean whitney tried to get closure with mary and that went nowhere right thanks thanks to jenny but i think jen and meredith kind of i mean at least meredith's like no, I'm not your friend. 
Yeah, it popped up, but the same clip that they've been showing the whole year that seemed like it was, was going to be final was clip, the final <laughs> right? yeah. sound off. I don't know. It just felt unsatisfying in some ways. It also was just like not much happened. I mean, they spent a long time with Heather's memorial, which is yeah. fine, but it kind of felt redundant eventually. Right. And well, then, I, again, it felt like a, it felt like something we should have seen earlier. Right. And then the editing was just a little. The '80s editing was weird. That they, I thought they would do that like for a transition, and they kept doing it. And they kept doing it like the whole rest of the episode. I didn't mind, but I guess it did make it feel a little strange. It wasn't a bad episode of TV, I wouldn't say. I mean, we got no. It just felt like a mid-season, not yeah. Even if it's ending on a bad like fight note or whatever, which it did. I just mean like overall, the episode was like what? What was that? But you can't, I mean, you can't It felt predict. like the start of something, not the end. I know. They have a filming schedule. Lisa I know. definitely, I'm sure, wrote in her contract she wants to have a Vita party to promote that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they kind of, they can't help it. It's the last day, it's the day they wrap. I know. I'm not saying it's anybody's fault, particularly. It was just weird. And I mean, I don't, I think... What I was kind of hoping for was that the stuff that Lisa said behind the door would come up today, maybe. Um, but it seems like that's what the entire finale is going to be about, basically. The reunion. I mean, the reunion. Why do I keep calling it the finale? I don't know. I mean, it technically is. I'm a little... Um, it's President's Day, and I'm a little hungover. Oh. <laughs> and a little brain fuzzy. Yeah. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to say about... We talked about last week... Um, but I don't know if everybody listened because last week wasn't a regular episode, but, um, basically Jen, uh, basically 11 people were named in Jen's case Mm -hmm. and 10, all other of them, 10 of them have pled guilty except Jen. Yeah. So it's not looking good for Jen. Right. She's so like, I, I don't know if blissfully unaware or like ignorant is the right term but she just doesn't it feels like she doesn't really care like she's Mm. just like oh it's happening to me but it won't actually happen like she's oblivious to it i don't know i think maybe she flip-flops because sometimes she does care a lot she's very emotional about it and i think it's it might be like a little bit of stick your head and it's like i've paid people to handle this for me and i'm just gonna like avoid the stress of thinking about it because it would be very crushing yeah to consider that makes sense. But at the same time, even like in the Talking Head interview today when she was like, oh, yeah, that's what keeps me up at night. But like the way she said it was just very blah. Mm. And then it seems like in the next time, in the reunion, Andy's going to bring up some stuff and she doesn't even know about what all she could be facing. Yeah, I mean, that could be a number of things. We'll just have to wait and If see. I was facing 50 years in jail and my uh, trial date is in like two months as of time of filming, and I didn't even know that I could be going to jail for 50 years. That's wild. Yeah. Like I said, I think she's just sticking her head in the sand a little bit. Yeah. But then also, that might just have been a soundbite from a bigger conversation, so. Yeah. Well, do we have anything going on in our lives we want to talk about? (laughs) I feel like every time I say this, we're like, same old, same old. Same old, same old, (laughs) beach. Um, Yeah, nothing's really on the horizon, really. We had a big weekend the last two weekends. Um, our friend was in town last night, and so that that's why last week's episode came a little bit later, and that's why today 
um, is how I'm feeling. But I'm, we're going to power through. It's going to be good. We go, girl. Be good. Um, we, let's see. So we start off the episode with Lisa and John, like, planning the Vita party. Lisa says, I love it, 16 times, which is a funny little edit. Yeah, I guess the Pointless. camera crew was that day was like, we gotta, we gotta count them. Well, I mean, it's it was very reminiscent of the lawyer thing. Mm-hmm. I'm literally quaking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, Mary and Robert Jr. are playing mini golf. Also, there was this thing that came out that I saw today that I didn't even think we discussed that Mary and Robert Jr. are both were both um, charged with. Like having a minor at their house, like because he was ha- he had his girlfriend living with them, um, but then apparently today the 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 charges were dropped against Robert Jr. and then Mary has a trial date in May, what which I didn't heck? even hear any of this. Oh my god! So I don't know what that. I mean, not enough really has been coming out about it that I really know. Um, but I thought it was interesting. They're using the exact same lawyer that Jen uses on the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Because oh, they had, like, a picture of him, and they're like, if this guy looks familiar, that's because it's Jen's lawyer, too. Hmm. What is it? Unlawfully... Sorry, I got distracted by Harboring something. Okay, go to the one that actually we're talking about. <laughs> Travis is reading something about how Mary Cosby blocked Heather on Instagram. Okay, unlawfully providing shelter to a runaway, contributing to delinquency of minor... So I guess Robert Jr.'s girlfriend apparently allegedly ran away and lived with them. Mm-hmm. But it said that they dropped the charges because, like, the witness couldn't, didn't actually, I don't know, something about the witness not being credible or something like that. So it sounds like maybe there's no witnesses to it. So they probably both are just getting it all dropped. Yeah. Part of this article, too, is mostly talks about Jen Shaw. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> to the top. Like the one that actually matters, I guess? Uh, legally, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of Jen, we see her packing up her house. She says she's going to move into a 4,500 square foot house instead of a 9,000 square foot house. Is that what? How big would you say, like, my mom's house is or your mom's house? M- my parents, I think, is like 2,400 square foot. I mean, it's. So it's going to be big. It's so, like double that size. Yours yeah. has the basement too, so that's like a little more, I would say. But still, that's crazy. That's still a big house. Yeah. And basically, the movers are saying. First oh. of all, Jen is kind of like, I want to bring this, 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 and didn't say anything she wasn't going to not take. <laughs> right. And then they said it would cost like eight to ten thousand to move it, and she's basically like, Well, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and this is when she says that she's scared that after the trial, which is in March, she said March 7th, but I think it got pushed back to March 22nd. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said, this could be like the last time I have my family is this year. And that's why she can't sleep at night. Yeah. Which is a scary thought yeah. to have for sure. <laughs> yes. But it still seems like she's just a little oblivious to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. She must believe she's innocent. Well, or she is innocent. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Either she is innocent and believes it, or she's not and she still believes it. I don't know. Yeah. It just seemed... I, I guess... I guess when she's talking about it in this part, 
the fact that she's even being like, it could be this, makes me feel like she knows there's a little more to it. Right. But maybe I'm just overthinking it. So this is when Heather is having the memorial for her dad. Um, a very sad scene, really. Basically, she said he died in the middle of the pandemic, and so they couldn't have a funeral. Like, no family could come together. So she wanted to have the celebration of life. And she invited, like, everybody who would care about him, the dad, to it. And basically all of her brothers and sisters, except for one, and her mom, didn't show up to this. Two of her brothers were there. Two of her brothers were there. Yeah. But everybody except them. Yeah. And they have a big family. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think what she said is before is probably likely that they did something and she wasn't invited. Anyways. Yeah. So they might not have felt the need. It's just sad because they already did something. For whatever reasons, political, uh, religious, like even if they thought she was talking too much about it on the TV show, like it's just kind of crazy that your the mom wouldn't go or the. I don't know. It's like you're having a memorial for him. It's not about Heather. Yeah, but they weren't speaking. I mean, not. I I agree with you. I'm not. Defend, I'm just saying, like they weren't speaking when he died. And her and the rest of the family is not getting along because of their... I, I mean, I don't agree that you should... Like, I, I think it's reasonable if somebody in your family behaves poorly, like, in a sense of wrong... Like, if, if somebody in your family steals something from somebody else in the family, or they, like, do something harmful, you know, okay, well, maybe they don't get invited, or, like, you just distance yourself from them. Maybe, but just because somebody has a different political or religious belief is a little to me that's a little much to say okay well we're not gonna but I mean if they view it as being harmful I don't know but why I don't maybe they do I don't agree with it it seems like they view Heather being on the show and talking about it as harmful to their family yeah being public about being anti ex-Mormon yeah it's just it's just wild uh I don't know it's wild I can't I can't imagine it's not about Heather in this moment it's about you celebrating his life and he was your husband or your dad and you're just not going to go. That seems crazy. Yeah. I just think it's very weak. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Well, and later we find out that the mom did show up and then kind of chickened out. Or what Heather said, she was trying to make, give herself a moment. She kind of... Like make her... Make made it, it about herself. Her. Like, I came, but I can't... I don't know. Yeah. The whole thing is really sad. And I don't think... Like you said, at the end of the day, that was her... That's her father. That's your family, especially your nuclear family. It's not like your uncle didn't show up. Exactly. You know, it's weird that they wouldn't want to participate. It's weird if they didn't invite her to the cell because at the end of that day, that was her dad. Yeah. It's also, she said, it seems like a sad situation with his death too, because she didn't talk to him from Christmas till April and then he died. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty long time. Yeah, and I was really uh, confused about the other person, the other sister that she met up with when they were on that veil trip, not, like, siding with... I mean, I don't know if that's her opinion or if that's what the girl actually did, her sister did. I think that maybe the sister knew, like, that it would hurt her mom to go, so she'd rather just not go to keep good terms with her mom, or as good of terms as she can with it, I guess. But also, I wonder if her... If the sister being on the show is now going to... Like, like that's technically speaking publicly about it. I don't know. It's a dumb thing to 
push your family through. Yeah. Not on Heather's part. I mean, on like, I get that maybe you don't like it, but you're ultimately a person's religious beliefs are their own. Like, just as long as it's not hurting it. She, Heather's not hurting anybody. Right. Well, you in know, their so. mind, she is, I guess. Right. But really, she's not physically harming anybody. Yeah. So, mind your business. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. It seems like um, she's still having a lot of, um, I wouldn't say regret, but just the fact that she's like, she just loved her dad and she wanted to make him proud. And she's basically saying, like, I might have changed everything I did if I knew it was going to make him proud. Which is saying a lot. Right. It kind of sounds like the... It's reminiscent of people being closeted because they're afraid to disappoint their family. Exactly, yeah. So then her brother got up and spoke and basically they were just kind of saying that they have to all be in this together because they're kind of like the misfits of the community. Mm. And then they sang that song that was her dad's favorite song. Um, And... This is where I was saying it kind of got redundant because they went and had the picnic and then they all said like the exact same thing that they had said up at the top. Oh, right. Where they all have to be there for each other and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think this is when I, I didn't kind of, I guess I didn't realize how much Heather talking about it on the show ostracized her from her family because it sounds like the family even has like a relationship with all the other ones that have left the church, just not Heather. Right. That's a lot of people to be, like that's very sad. Yeah. For your whole family. I didn't realize it was so much like they just weren't talking to her and stuff like that. Like, she was like, it would have been great to see mom. Made me think, like, how long has it been? Been to cheat, yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm of the opinion that at the end of the day, you know, you can't choose your family. That doesn't mean you have to... I, I think you should stick to your convictions, and if they can't get on board with it, and you know what I mean? I'm not expressing myself very well. <laughs> Heather's not harming anybody. At the end of the day, you can make an argument that spiritually she's being disingenuous to people's journeys or what, who, some BS that you want to come up with. That's yeah. fine. But she's not harming anybody. And, you know, if that's something like that you can't wrap your brain around or like get over and you're just going to throw your relationship with your child away over that, you're a garbage human. Like, yeah. that's that's garbage human behavior. And maybe you don't, like, Heather's probably bitter. I mean, she might not feel that way. But, like, I don't know. I was like, I, if you can't, if that's how you're going to treat me, then I don't need you. I, I know. I don't need you. Yeah, but it's easier to say that and feel like you can just leave your mom in that way. You know what I mean? I, it's easier to say that than to, like, not, like, she has, I'm sure, feelings about like, she misses her mom, and it's sad. Mm -hmm. Either way, even if it is for the better or whatever. Mm. Okay, well, now we get to That's Meredith's... That's why it's sad, difficult talk. Yeah. <laughs> now we get to Meredith's um, jewelry shoot, and she wants to know that her jewelry is for everybody, including men. Mm -hmm. um, and then that she's partnered with Glad to raise money for them. I think it's the suits and the shirts are what... Go, the money goes toward Glad. All the proceeds. Oh. Because I looked at... I saw it on her Instagram, and everything that was, like, tagged, the shopping tag, were those things. And she said in the caption, every purchase, 100% goes to Glad. For those. Right. Um, and then... 
Did you ever do anything like Glad or anything when you came out? No. I didn't either, but... I don't even know what the... I mean, I, I've... This may be bad. I don't know what they do, really. I think it's... Um, like, I know who... It's I've for, like, resources like for LGBT youth, basically. Oh, okay. Um, I was actually gonna go to a couple, like, um, meetings with them and stuff, and I just didn't. Mm. Wasn't really necessary for my journey, I don't think, but... I mean, I just wasn't... I wasn't dealing with that stuff when I was a teen. That's so. true, yeah. Anyways. So... She's, like, saying that there's no reason for anyone to feel like they can't be who they are. Um, and then it cut to Brooks, which I thought was kind of shady editing a little bit. Is it shady or accurate? <laughs> I mean, I know. Um, and then Chloe and Brooks, Chloe's her brother, her sister, his sister, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and he's, like, hugging her kind of in this pose. And she's like, this is sexual. And he's like, we don't have to be siblings in the photo. <laughs> You laughed, but I thought it was kind of creepy. I thought it was funny. Okay. I mean, it's a little weird, but, like, whatever. Yeah. Also, the way they were standing wasn't sexual. It's like a man, your brother putting his arm on your shoulder is sexual. What's it was, like, around from the back. The clavicle? I'm yeah. sorry, your bones are pleasurable to you. Like, what's that about? It's mm. weird. Somebody's repressed. Bones. Bones, bitch. Clavicles! I'm just kidding. I don't know. I liked the makeup I think that she had on. That was one of the situations was it's only weird if you make it weird. And she and made she it weird. weird. So then she Brooks made it weird. Made it even weirder. Weirder. <laughs> Being um, funny. Yeah. yeah. Mm, what do you think about... I didn't... I don't know. This felt very much like a... Like, I feel like... Would Meredith be doing this if her son wasn't... Okay. In some part of the queer family no right so but he's still not saying anything but her also her message was being we're not like about labeling and about if there's no labels and everybody's equal stuff which i don't yeah do you agree with that because i don't. don't put lgbtq which are all different labels on a shirt if you don't want labels Right. And <laughs> I also, just mean her shirts literally said LGBTQ, which are each of those a label. Right. And also be, having a way of verbally differentiating your sexual orientation is not inherently bad. It's the discrimination that, that comes along with bigoted it. people have towards things that are not considered traditional. And it doesn't matter if there's a label on it or not. Labeling isn't the issue is what I'm trying I to guess say. I guess in a perfect world, then labeling, like, I guess in a vacuum, in a perfect world, nobody would have to put a label on each other because everybody just accepts everybody. But it kind of comes off as saying, like, oh, I don't see color. Like, I yeah. I think everybody's equal. And it's like, well, that's well, not everybody. It, but that's, I mean, not how, every, that's not how everyone thinks. That's yeah. how you think. That's how you want the world to be or see the Right. World. Everybody should be equal. But there's nothing wrong with saying... Like, being, like, I'm gay is an easy... It, if you don't have these types of things, it's like saying every time you sit down with somebody and have a conversation, you have to explain. Right. Whereas if you say I'm gay, it just means I'm a man, or I identify as a man, and I like other men. If pretty we didn't much. live or in a heteronormative I'm, world, then we wouldn't have to have labels, but we do. So, therefore... No, I'm saying there would still be labels, because it's just an easy... Not labels, but, like, that's just an easy way of saying... Expressing generally... Like, how you, how you identify... What you're yourself. into. Yeah. Instead of being like, well, identify as a man. And I like, you just say, I'm, I'm, I'm bisexual. I'm sapiosexual. Whatever you want to say. Yeah. It's just easier. It's, there's nothing wrong with 
it's the perception of other people who don't like that bigoted people who are like oh this is outside of the norm of what or what is considered to be normal and therefore and it doesn't matter if there's a label we could take all of the labels away and just not even say anything about it and that doesn't get rid of the bigotry right so it doesn't matter what people are called in that sense what matters is that the people who use those labels as a slur or as a way to harm people yeah so it's almost like i mean i like i'm like proud to say use the label gay because it's it's one of those things it's like it is considered a negative in society like it just is like there's a reason you have to come out. There's a reason you're scared to come out. It's because it's not the norm, and we, you know that there's, like, so many negative things around it. So once you do finally come out and you, like, accept that label about yourself, then you can wear it, like, with pride mm-hmm. instead of a, it being a bad thing. Right. I think that what you're saying is correct in that I think the label is important because it makes you feel a certain sense of pride about your identity. And the labeling has, or giving a name to something or having a a definition or a verbal way of distinguishing something does not, is not the issue. It doesn't cause the problem. It's just hateful people. And that's the problem. It has nothing to do with like equality. I mean, that does, but like the name, the name itself doesn't cause unequality itself. What I would guess where this is stemming from is that Brooks just doesn't want to say he's gay on camera or to his family. A thousand percent. And, and so Meredith is saying, like, well, Brooks is gay, but he doesn't want to label himself, so in a perfect world, there's no labels. And he doesn't have to address it. I mean... Which he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't have to He do doesn't, it. but I think if you're going to do an LGBTQ photo shoot and you are pretty but twink presenting... There is no question that Brooks' behavior is not heteronormative. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So whatever he is into is not standard, which is fine. And no, he doesn't need to like come out and label himself or anything like that. I just don't, the conversation is. I think though, if I wasn't, if I wasn't out or if I didn't want to put a label on it or whatever, I wouldn't do a gay photo shoot, like plain and simple. It just seems like he's afraid and it feels, and the whole thing feels like she's afraid. Yeah. For whether it's socially or for his sake, like whatever reason. And I mean, they did go through a little bit of trauma or hate like social hazing with the with be, the fact that he wasn't out on tv and was and had the whole thing with jen and then became obviously that's a sensitive topic then if it's not something that you've accepted and are talking about so it's yeah. easy to attack it just kind of felt like this whole scene this whole everything mm-hmm. was a little bit of a like we're proud of brooks whatever he is but we don't right but we don't want to say it was like the coming out without coming out kind of a thing yeah very in that. my opinion very that very that America. Mm-hmm. All right, and now we get into a very crazy scene where Whitney is wearing lingerie at the oh, table. Oh God, this is a <laughs> thumbs down boot delete delete delete. Every it did. time a housewife does this, it's not very often. It's always the same. It is too much. It is too much, man. No, we do not need to see. I mean. You look good. I'm glad you and your man is getting into one. We don't need to see it. And it's not because I'm a prude. I just love... It's more like, this is not the time... Like, that's between... I don't know. It feels like... Except she made her storyline be that they weren't having sex in a good way. So I think this was kind of her being like, let's prove that it's... Have a date night. Put put your boobs out in a dress. 
be sexually suggestive. And then in your talking head interview, you say, y'all, sweet bangs, it was great, loved it. Yeah. We don't need to see y'all romping around in some <laughs> paint in your bedroom in your skivvies. She... You, listen. I will listen, say. I'm, no, I got something to say. Okay, sorry. People <laughs> get paid a lot of money to do sex work. Pornography, whatever you want to call it. They are trained. They are talented. They know what they're doing. You do not. This is not entertainment. Put your clothes on. It's just straight man boxers away. Get, get your clothes on. <laughs> this is not entertainment. And I, I did not, I'm not out here like, trying to get something from this show sexually. When Please he smacks your ass. ass. When he smacks your <laughs> ass. I can't so hard. Stop it, sir. Stop it. <laughs> and I know I sound like a prude right now. I'm very, like, sex go, positive. Sex positive. Go do your thing. I Sex work. All that good stuff. But you are not... That is not your gig. So please have fun. Take the cameras out. I don't want to delete, delete. <laughs> it's, uh, I will say that I do see where Seth is coming from with loving Whitney's boobs because they are very nice, yeah. large and balloon like. <laughs> but. Ugh. It's weird to me that you can show everything except the nipple on camera and it's not blurred out. That's so weird. Like, she was wearing pasties and that's it. And they didn't blur it. Right. That's wild. Like, the whole boob is out. Right. Is that still, I mean, the nipple is the... Eyes of the face. Yeah. <laughs> the eyes of the face? That's what Bimini said. Oh. <laughs> All right. Enough of the ass smacking with yeah. paint. That looked fucking messy, too. And I thought they were going to do that thing that people were doing on TikTok where you, like, paint your whole butt and then you sit on a canvas. Mm-hmm. And then that's, like, a painting. But no, they were just throwing paint at each other. Yeah. It's wild. Okay, so then Lisa is getting ready for her party. Um, she, like, asked... Wait, what's her kid's name? Jack? Right. What uh, dress she should wear? And he said, whichever one it covers you up the most. Yeah. Because he's the only one allowed to think of his mom in a sexual way. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. oh, wait, we didn't even talk about that. She poured champagne down her boobs and he licked them on camera. I know. We didn't need to talk about it. <laughs> it doesn't need to exist. Okay, so then she they go to her party. They're in this like little mini car that has the branding on it, the Vita branding on it. Mm-hmm. Also, I I um, DM'd Vita because there's nowhere near us that we can get it, and I just asked, "Is there a way that we can have it shipped to us?" Because we have a podcast, we'd like to talk about it. I kind of dropped that I might have a lot of TikTok followers, <laughs> <laughs> but no response yet. So we'll oh. see what, if that comes. Um, and then she said they're, like, debuting this crystal-adorned bottle with a snake on it, which is funny. And this is when they start the 80s editing on the sides. Yeah. And the weird color grading. And they all are start arriving, and they, like, seem to be having a really fun time, and it's, like, party-bumping music. And then all of a sudden, it's, like, Meredith in a car silence. Right. Like, the dun-dun-dun of it all. And... Then Heather says that she thinks Lisa and Meredith's friendship feels fake, like, when she gets there. Because they do go up and, like, hug each other in this weird, like, nothing's wrong kind of a way, when Mm -hmm. clearly a lot was wrong. Well, okay, and this is also in reflection, 
of the previous seasons. You, I feel like you could say, just from watching the show, even if it's just for the purposes of work, Heather and Whitney are friends. Like we're, they're either real friends or they're work buddies. Yeah. And either way, that's a, like they have that relationship. I don't really know that you could say, looking back, that Meredith and Lisa are work have ever been work buddies. They say that, they're that they are, they've been friends for a long time, but do they act like it? I mean, I can't. I'm not trying to judge people. Like everybody has different relationships and ideas of what a friend is, but like they, I don't. I never thought they were buddy buddy. They didn't act like it in season one either, did they? Not really. Right. So it's just more like somebody, an acquaintance of your social circle you've known for a long time. Yeah. So I kind of, I mean, I got, I like, I get what she's saying. Yeah. And certainly this season, they are not buddy buddy. But it is weird that like she, she shows up to her event and like acts like nothing's wrong. Right. Exactly. And they didn't even like talk about anything today. Mm-hmm. Just Jen and Meredith talked about things. Right. Sort of talked. No. Right. <laughs> okay. So there's like some little funny moments here. Heather, for some reason, is talking about dating which husband she would date, and she said that her and Justin might be cousins because they have the same build, yeah. which was funny. <laughs> uh, um, Mary said she's not drinking any of the Vita because it tastes, tastes like, like water, water, and just like Lisa, it's blah and puts a weird taste in your mouth. <laughs> shady, shady. But also, <laughs> that's funny. very funny. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, and then Heather was like, I ate something from every country they have here. I ate this and this and this and this and this. And Meredith says, I've had one slider. Like, yes. judgmental. I thought. I didn't. You didn't? No. You just thought she was wearing a slim dress? And didn't want no, to I thought she up? was just saying, oh, no, I've only had one slider so far. It's how it came across But me. you, fat cow, had five things. She didn't say that. Are you projecting? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Mary uh, refuses to greet Jenny, even though they're, like, five feet away. Oh, I'm glad she brought this up because I am in 1,000% agreement. Let me tell you something. It is so uncomfy and awkward in a social setting. You know what? Even if we ain't vibing, we ain't friends, I will still say I'll, if I've met you, if we've spoke, unless we're on bad, well, okay, I guess that makes sense. They are on bad terms. Yeah, but then I would be trying to resolve it. I don't know. It is very strange and it makes things worse if you don't just, even a nod acknowledgement but on the other and i think that's what she flipped out about is because she felt yeah. invisible on the other side of the coin though jenny could have gone up to her that's true and she didn't they just both had a stand but don't you feel like if you're already somewhere and somebody walks in like yeah that's true and she greets should... all the other girls yeah yeah and you get ignored like that's yeah and i agree you should in my book and if we're we have to be beefing bad for me not to be like Hello. But we're also talking about Mary, so it's not surprising. I know, but I understand why she's upset. Yeah. I'm just making this point, and I'm trying to say to everybody out there, just say hello. Don't if you don't do it. like somebody, just say hello and keep it moving. That's it. Yeah. Mary says she's, in her interview, she's purposely ignoring her, and she wishes she could just poof, and she just disappear. Right. Yeah. That sounds like a threat. De- oh! You know, Jesus is coming after her. Yeah. To make her poof. To make her die. Yeah. Well, she did lose her job, so she did disappear. So Jesus has a way. (laughs) Okay, so then Sharif is talking to Mary, and he said that he was actually happy that she invited her to the church because 
all the people were so nice to her and made her feel good. And Mary said that's because they were following what Mary told them to do. Right. And... You know how good of a friend Mary's been to Jen this whole time and the last season? Uh Uh-huh. And also, uh, (laughs) I don't think Sharif and uh, Jen are on the same page about the story because... He's saying one thing, and she does not say the same. Also, later, it kind of felt like they were... When Whitney was saying that she was apologizing for calling it a cult, Mm -hmm. even Jen was like, is it not? Right, that's what (laughs) I'm saying. I was like, like, she was there, and she thought it was. In her talking hand, she's like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. And it was weird. Okay, this is when... I don't know what Sharif's talking about, Joe. Whitney asks Mary to go talk with her, and I get... That she didn't seem that drunk, but Mary said she could smell on her breath the tequila, and you could tell Whitney was drunk already at this point. Mm. But, I mean, she's right. It is a literal tequila event. Mm. You can't expect people not to smell like tequila. I liked how she went from a conversation about forgiveness to an example of how she hasn't forgiven somebody. <laughs> but Whitney did? No, Mary. How so? Well, because she's still be like still not over... Oh, right, she's right. clearly bothered. I, at first, I was annoyed by that, but then I realized. But when she said the thing about being drunk, then I was like, "Oh, I agree with Mary on that. Like, you're nothing's going to get resolved." Yeah, and we because if Mary's like, "I actually have, I'm going to have pushback, like grievances with you. You're not going to be able to address them because you're too addle-brained to get to the like to figure it out." Yeah, which is kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Jenny hadn't stepped in, I don't know where that would have gone, but. Whitney basically said that she's sorry for talking about the church, and Mary's like, why did you do it? And she said she didn't do anything, she didn't say anything that anybody didn't know already, and she didn't, like, go digging for things. Right. But Mary said that that's still kind of... I mean, she did meet up with Cameron. That's true. So, and I had talked for three hours. That's, and we kind of consider that digging. That's digging. <laughs> yeah. But basically... Somehow we get to Mary saying that she's not a mean person, and Jenny's like, excuse me? Yeah, who, who Jenny, said she's who, like, not wandered me? over and sat down by Jen, even though Mary's not talking to yeah. her. She was ready, girl. She was ready to let her have it. But Mary said, I don't hurt people. And then Jenny said, then why did you hurt me? And then Mary said, oh, Jenny, don't get hood. Yeah. Obviously, she's going to say something like that and take it to a place it didn't need to be taken to. Right. And then Jenny's like, say, say it to my face, say it to my face, because she was kind of whispering a little bit. And then Mary walked away. With Whitney, and then Jenny had the first of two dead into the camera looks <laughs> of the evening. Yeah. And then Jenny gets up and follows them, and Mary just looks so smug in this moment to me. Yeah, well, With because Jenny's Jen, like, Jen losing her shit. <laughs> yeah. And you know that ain't gonna look good. Especially after talking about having anger issues. Oh, yes. Uh, this is when we get the infamous glass throwing. Jenny said... That she was sorry to Whitney for, like, budging in, but that she had to. And then she was like, what'd you say about me? What'd you say about me? I'm not a fucking psycho. What'd you say about me? And then Mary just starts walking away, and she's like, walk away, Mary. Run away, Mary. Just walk away. And then she threw her glass on the ground. This is what I didn't, they didn't show, is that the glass was, like, full. Oh. They kept showing her with the glass, and then immediately when she threw it, it was full of the, of of a full drink. That's like doing more damage than just throwing a glass and breaking it. I, well. Yeah. I also, mean, there were like camera crew don't kneeling you, down right there when she threw it right next to their feet. Mm, don't you feel like 
it when Jen did it last season, it felt like this big build up. Uh-huh. Somebody was like clearly she was clearly on a rant. And I don't know. It didn't seem not that she should have done it. It just felt more like this felt very kind of for like out of like oh why did she throw the glass? It felt like this is the final episode and she hasn't had her moment. It did, yeah, because I was like, I, it wasn't like this. And even Lisa was like, whatever. Not, yeah. <laughs> so most of the time, people were like, can't believe she did this. I'd be pissed, that. yeah, if that was at my event, honestly. And she was like, oh, what are you apologizing for? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't there to see it, I guess, so maybe it would have been worse. But so then Mary leaves the party fully. And she said, she's like, I gotta run. Then we got a maniac on the loose. <laughs> this is true. Which was true. I mean, yes. I would leave too. Yeah, she was doing too much. And then I noticed that Dewey was cleaning it up a little bit. And she apologized to Lisa. And Lisa was like, why are you apologizing? I don't care. Which I thought it was funny because it was mainly like, you did it toward Mary. So who gives a fuck? Because I hate Mary. Yeah. And Mary was right. I mean, she was like, well, and I thought that was a little dig at Meredith too. Because she was like, nobody seem to care that it happened, so I'm wondering who my friends actually are, which would include Meredith. But then also, Mary hasn't been, aside from Meredith, Mary hasn't been friendly to anybody, so well, also Meredith don't expect over people to come run to your defense. They didn't show Meredith like at all in this part, so she must have been somewhere else mm. in the party. Yeah. Um, okay, then the husbands are all sitting around talking, and they're talking about how maybe they shouldn't have booked a trip to Zion. And John says something like, maybe next time we send them farther away. Yeah. And then we get uh, Lisa saying, I want all of us to get along and all be friends. And then Heather looks straight at the camera. <laughs> yes. Heather has had the most like memeable moments of the show, I feel like, yeah. of the season. When she was like wearing that hooded jacket and turned and looked through the doorway. Uh, Veil after mm. the fight with Mary in the morning. I saw that all over Twitter afterward, and I guarantee you're going to start seeing gifts of her looking deadpan at the camera after this. Yeah, it did seem very. Was it even. Would it even categorize as wishful thinking, like impossible thinking? <laughs> this is know. what I think. I think that, you know, how what we were saying that a lot of times in the finale, they try to kind of wrap it up in a perfect little bow. Yeah. It. I guarantee you a producer said to Lisa that she should try to kind of make amends with everybody and make it be a happy ending with everyone. And then she just was like, guys, let's just be friends. I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel, okay, is it weird that somehow I still, I feel like I've come full circle on Lisa <laughs> and I'm almost on her side now. When I started off, I was very anti-Lisa, and now I feel like... Oh, I think Lisa had the, the, was the, the winner arc. of the season. And then the reunion's going to be not great for her, it looks like. <laughs> I so. know. But I think even still, she won the season in terms of having the most screen time, the most plot lines, the most... And getting to end the season at her big event. Yeah. Probably make a lot of money off of people trying to buy Vita now. Yeah. I just think... Like us. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, literally us. I think... <laughs> I think she won the season. Okay. She came around. All right. All right. I mean... Wait, are we done with the recap part? No. Oh, do, you okay. wanna, do you want to talk about this at the end? Yeah. Who won and who didn't? 
Uh, okay, so then this is when Jen asks Meredith if she's actually her friend. And Meredith is like, no, you put me through a bunch of pain and trauma, which is exaggerating, but it's true that she... If, if anybody Meredith wasn't going to be friends with, it would be Jen, because she doesn't act like a friend yeah. to her. Uh, yeah, it's, and it's weird that she wants to be. <laughs> but even, like, Whitney was saying that she was Jen was delusional in this moment, acting like she didn't do anything last season. Yeah, also, like, isn't neutral good? Like, you're not beefing. Yeah. She's not out to get you. You're not out to get her. Like, that's not a bad place. Like, why do you need to push it? Jenna's just chaotic, and she wants everyone to be on her side. And so she's like, well, I mean, everyone else be your friend except me. And she's like, yeah, you're a bitch to me, and you don't act like a friend. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, the whole thing's strange. And, but also, to the point earlier, I feel like, I mean, everybody deals with things in their own way, right? But people in the Housewives franchise have been through far worse than... Meredith and her the whole discussion about her marriage was mild yeah even though I know that has a real impact on like their real life but other people's marriages have been under far tougher scrutiny yeah and the whole thing with the her son happened off season not that I guess maybe that doesn't change anything I don't know I just I it does feel like she's making a mountain out of a I wouldn't call it a molehill, but like it's a you know where it's like the foothills. Not it's not but the it's not Mount Everest. There hasn't really been any other drama specifically with Meredith. The only person she's beefed with at all was because was with Jen, and it's because Jen started it. But then it's also because it, it seems like as we I keep forgetting that things have happened that aren't on the show that they haven't talked about that Meredith's actually mad about yes. with her, but we, but they're having to say all these, it doesn't make sense because they won't say it. So they're just saying the things that we already know, which don't really add up. So that's annoying. Like just, if you really, if it's, if it's that bad, I don't know. I'm like, if it's that bad and you can't move on, like just deal with it. Like yeah. talk about it, whatever. I don't know. This is when, uh, they kind of go there, but don't go there. Mm-hmm. Meredith's like, oh, you don't want me to go there with while Sharif is here. And Jen's like, then don't, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. And then Meredith walked away and said, well, first of all, Heather and Whitney walk away. And Heather says, I hate all these bitches. Yeah. And then Meredith says, uh, I'll talk about who everybody dated that nobody wants to talk about. And then walks away. Which wasn't really, I don't like. Ugh, and then like... Jen said that Meredith fucks half of New York. Which is funny that it's coming out of two people's mouths. Yeah, the Upper East Side. Oh, yeah, yeah. No less. Yes. (laughs) She said exclusive. On the Upper East Side, careful, M. (laughs) Jen knows you've been fucking... (laughs) Everybody. (laughs) Everybody. No. I don't... The slut-shaming thing is tired. Yeah. To say the least. Oh, I mean, I agree, but... Uh... That was the story, though, from the person that Uber she got out of, was that yeah. he took her to another party. You know, though, that Andy's going to ask, what did you mean by that? And they're going to be like, what do you think I meant by that, Andy? Right. And that's about it. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or else I think they would have showed it in the preview. More. All right. I don't know why she's holding back on it, honestly. If you felt like somebody came for your marriage like that, then... I don't know. Why not? I don't know. It's a show. <laughs> maybe it's a little too... Maybe I'm being evil. But Well, I, I get it's a show, but also 
you got to think about what the implications are if you ruin someone's marriage. That's like, I yeah, but it's she's not literally, on you, but she's saying that Jen tried to ruin her marriage too. So, but they were technically not together. Tit for tat. When that was happening. I see. I don't know. Also, okay. You just have to think of hot I mean, take, hot take. If you cheat on somebody and somebody outs you, they're not ruining your marriage. You ruined your marriage. I know, but it so. does, doesn't look good on you if you are the one to bring it up on TV. Okay. My opinion. <gasps> wow. We right. have a difference of opinion. Let's talk about the little end cards that we got. All right. So we didn't get one for Jenny, right? It just was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Because they said she doesn't exist anymore. Goodbye. I was thinking maybe they would do. Since the show, <laughs> Jenny has had multiple Some racist controversial. things come out. But no, they just didn't give her one at all. Yeah. That was her last little moment. Well, she's in the finale, but... Oh, I didn't realize Seth was wearing a Reagan Bush shirt. Yeah, I wondered what that said. Now I wish I didn't. Mm. Uh, choices but it was on very... your LGBTQ rights day. Uh, yes. If we want to go there. Mm-hmm. Let just name, we'll talk about who let all the people die let from AIDS. Every gay person died from AIDS in the eighties that no one wants to talk about. Yes, that's uh, that makes me mad. That's a little hypocritical. We're looking at the end screens of kind of the thing that they do where they show the cards of who is uh, what what's been happening since the show, and Seth is wearing a Reagan Bush shirt. Um, so that's interesting. Okay, it's a let's go through each one of them. Meredith and Seth are more in love than ever. They recently celebrated their 25th wedding anniversary. No boob cakes were involved. That's the real travesty. <laughs> That's the travesty. Yeah. <laughs> Jen is anxiously awaiting her trial in March of 2022. In the meantime, she tries to stay positive, relish in the good times, and avoids thinking about her old closet. Mm. Girl, she could sell that closet and make $2 million right there. Yeah. Mary is spending 2022 focusing on the joys in her life. She's spending more time with her son, her church, and her mannequins. Interesting that that's the last we'll ever see of her. Yep. Whitney has traded in the title of Little Girl for CEO. (laughs) She's focused on more alone time with Justin and less robotic sex. Okay. Boring. Lisa has spent the last few months reflecting on her friendships. She's decided to be more upfront about her feelings when she's unmiked in the privacy of her own home. <laughs> Shady. And Heather has officially embraced being an ex-Mormon. To celebrate, she took a yacht trip to Norway. Jealous. No word yet if she's snagged herself a Viking. Just in case everybody doesn't know, I'm obsessed with Norway. Obsessed. I'm yeah. so bad. A yacht trip. That's yachty though. No, That's okay. She got that beauty lab money, honey. She does. She said we have plumped the lips and we are going on a boat trip. And we plumped the size of the boats. <laughs> um, I do think I don't know. I I like that they do these because it makes it. It's kind of funny because it makes it like it's a documentary. <laughs> but at the same time, I just there literally nothing came about these at all that we wouldn't know. Right. Well, when they first started doing these, social media wasn't, like, that. well, social media wasn't as big, and then on top of that, interest in, like, spreading information about them wasn't as big, so, like, you didn't know some of these things accessibly. You know what I mean? Yeah, but even, they, they, these they, are they just kind of pointless. They don't, they don't say anything that we don't know, even just from the show. Yeah. Whitney's the CEO. We knew that. From the show. Mary's spending time with family. Jenna's 
awaiting the trial in March, which they said this episode. Yeah. It just doesn't make that much sense to me why they do it. But I guess it's just tradition at this point. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of see each one of them doing their little thing while they're saying these, while they're doing these. And Whitney is like saying she wants to get blackout. Lisa is saying she's happy and grateful for John. And then they finish with all of them. Mm-hmm. And then Whitney is just straddling Justin in the corner. And that's like the last thing of the season. I know. It's just weird. Strange. They could have just put that before her card. I don't get why that was their ch- the choice to be the very last thing that we see. I think they were like, this was a wild party. I went out <laughs> on a bank. When really was Everybody like, left. And then Whitney got wasted and sat on Justin's lap. There you go. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. Groundbreaking. Florals in spring. Groundbreaking. I will say the reunion does look like it's going to be really good and juicy. Juicy and delicious. And the next time on, we see Jen is like wearing this crazy outfit and these crazy gloves with like chandelier diamonds hanging off of them. Yeah. And Andy said they had to remove them because it was a like nightmare for the microphone. And Jen said, this makes the whole look. And Andy said, yeah, it's very plain without it. <laughs> um, it looks like, well... We see that Mary is officially not coming. Um, Andy says it seems like Meredith is threatening threatening everyone, and everyone agrees, including Lisa. Mm-hmm. And then looks like we get a little bit of Jen versus Whitney for some reason about things that Whitney said about her. I think it's going to be everybody versus everybody. It feels like yeah, maybe I think I think Whitney and Heather are going to be the only two that don't beef with each other. Yeah. Um, it, took, Maybe. it is an interesting, it's exactly how I thought the counters would be, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, except maybe I thought that Meredith would be where Lisa is, but I think Lisa got the spot by Andy because she was the winner of the season. Yeah. Not necessarily because it's going to be her versus Jen the whole time. Right. And then obviously Jen was the biggest part of the season in terms of what's next to come for her life. <sighs> So then Andy is like asking Sharif about the money. Like, does he think that Jen did it? And then he's like, okay, let me get this straight. You're up for two charges, one that could get you 30 years and one that could get you 50 years, right? And Jen said, I don't know. And he's like, you don't know about the charges? Right. A little weird. Strange it do be. And then we... I guarantee you they're, they're going to leave this for the final episode of the three. But we see Andy asking Lisa about the um, things she said about Meredith in that room. And Meredith obviously is not happy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, Jen calls Lisa a bitch. <laughs> and then this kind of comes back to what Twitter was saying, where Lisa didn't think that the show would put that in. The part, the hot mic moment. Right. Because she's like, you guys knew what you did when you put that in there. And now it's like giving all the other girls an excuse to hate me. And then she walks away saying, I'm done. And normally when they walk away, they walk into their dressing room. She was like in the parking lot of the studio. So. I doubt she leaves. I mean, I don't think she leaves the show. Yeah. I doubt she leaves the you think she'll come back Uh, after mm -hmm. crying a little bit while she gets her makeup fixed? Yeah. That's what they always do. Okay. Why don't we go through each one of them and maybe kind of rank, like, who came out on top in terms of the series, the season? 
I guess I would say it more like, because it's a little subjective. I would say maybe the frame being like, did your opinion of anybody change? Versus like who went up, who went down, who stayed the same? Okay. Well, we can start with Lisa because we've already been talking about it. But I do think my opinion of her really changed the most. Yeah. Also, I was thinking back on it. And even the times when she was being blatantly obvious about the manipulation, at least she's trying to fucking start some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why you watch the show is for pe- the people who are the shit starters. We just want you to be better at it. <laughs> right, right, right. We want, we want us to also be surprised. <laughs> right. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> Um, I mean, I will say if she did what is we suspect to her friend, Angie, like that was, that was pretty bad in my book. Like that's, you know, a character flaw to some degree, but I do, I'm on the same pages where I think she has had a redemption arc in my opinion. And she probably started off close to the bottom of the list for me and has finished closer to the top. Although I don't think she's not my number one, but who's your number one? I think I think I I think Heather's my number one favorite. Like I mm-hmm. always, even if it's BS, like it doesn't really. I always enjoy watching Heather's segments. I don't think she was the winner of this season because she really wasn't involved in a lot of stuff. Yeah, in anything. Really. She was very Switzerland, but I still enjoy watching her, and I think she does contribute. Just maybe not as this season wasn't the season where she was like in it. In it. Yeah, I mean. I don't think my opinion of her changed at all. Like, I just like her as a person, and I like watching her on TV. I would say that my opinion of Heather and Whitney stayed the same. Yeah. But I will say, like, once it got to the end, once everything kind of had its its wrap-up, I think that they didn't really bring that much to the table this season. In terms of I think adding did. to the dynamics of the group. I mean, Whitney started shit with everybody. Not everybody, but... Yeah, Mary. but she didn't finish it with anybody. That's true. She just kind of said things drunkenly and then took like backtracked. Mm, okay. Um, Mary, in my opinion, went down, and yeah, she wasn't. She was maybe middle of the road for me, and then now, like, I was like, okay, she just kind of crashed and burned a little bit. Like it wasn't. It's like even. Even if she was kind of starting some shit and kind of being crazy, I would have enjoyed it more than just how she was just mean to everybody and then walked away in a lot of situations. Yeah. And it's really hard to deal with the, the, what I call a hypocrite, like the dynamic of being a religious leader in some capacity, but also being a flawed human, which is fine, but like... You know, you're not... I think take away the fact that she's a religious person. She just is delusional and lies about things. Yeah. Like, she can't... She can't say, oh, that's because I'm such a good person and I told my congregation to do this stuff and then Mm -hmm. immediately eye roll and not want to talk to Whitney and be a bad person. And then when she's over sitting on the couch, she's like, I've never been mean. I'm never cruel to anybody. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Delusion. Because you literally... That's all you are on the show. Maybe you don't feel like you're doing that... In real life, and you're on a TV show, and you, these women are annoying to you, but you're mean to them. That is one way or the other. She is entertaining, but I do. I don't think she want it, you. She clearly doesn't want to be there. So yeah, I don't think thing. ultimately. I don't think it's a bad thing that she's left the show. Definitely not. She yeah. She was entertaining when she showed up. Yeah. Or when she let herself be like a player. Um, Jen, I think. 
It surprised me just how normal it got back to with Jen and how just somehow the fight was just about her wanting Meredith to be her friend. Like, not the, you know, nothing. Like, she kind of shifted everything away from the trial and everything. I mean, she brings the most juice and meat (laughs) to the table on the show, but she doesn't make sense. So it's hard for me to, like, I don't know. I think she's gone. She. Didn't wasn't the top of my list before, but I was I appreciated her um candor yeah. and her forthrightedness and the entertainment value she brought. Forthrightedness. But you know. Especially this season it was like that's the legal stuff's heavy. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, now you're just coming across like completely rational with how you're handling things. Like you gotta be able to you can't be on a hundred all the time and you can't not move on from things. Like, yeah. You can't say you're resolved and then keep hashing things. Like, yeah. let it go. I think, honestly, Meredith had them the biggest fall from the, Grace, or whatever you want to call it, in the, terms of... I mean, the whole... Was there a redeeming moment? Except, no. Oh, the bathtub. The bathtub was her peak. Yeah. <laughs> she peaked in the tub. Peaked in the tub. <laughs> she peaked in the tub, and then she peaked at the table when she was talking all the shit, and then... Ooh, when she said... Just uh, back At the door... Him. When she said fraud, and she's like, what is she saying? Oh, she said, who's calling who fraud? Love you, love, baby. Love you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind She of. had a few good moments, but like, in as terms of my perception, I was like, okay. I really thought she was going to be the winner this season, and yeah. she really tanked, in my opinion. But. Yeah. And then obviously, Jenny was the real loser of the season, in terms of, I think in terms of what she brought to the table, and obviously getting fired for saying racist stuff. Yeah. I will say she didn't, she didn't, there have been other housewives introduced that really didn't go anywhere, that did less than her. So, I mean, I think she tried, but ultimately. She just didn't it, insert herself into any other real drama that anyone cared about. So even when she would bring up stuff like, even this episode, when she's bringing stuff up with Mary, Whitney's trying to get away from her. Like, it's not actually of importance to anybody except in Jenny's mind, basically. Right. And then, of course, the whole. Social media thing, right. <laughs> but she the one positive she brought was her uh, hilarious Marlon. children. Yes, yeah, we didn't even talk about her kids in this episode, but they were they were cute. In yeah. this one too. So no Carlin in the last episode though with her. I know. Um, maybe one day she'll she'll be she'll redeem herself and she, she, Carlin will be a housewife. Yeah, yeah, or something. Isn't something like that happening on New Jersey right now? One of the kids is yeah, like... Yeah, Gia. Getting a like talking becoming, head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A friend of almost. I don't know. Apparently that she's beefing with her uncle and aunt in some way, but I don't know. Anyway. There's some drama there. New Jersey's toxic family stuff. Speaking of that, we did do a... We ran a poll last week on Spotify and asked, like, which franchise we should talk about when this one's over. Obviously, I think we would still look at it from the lens of talking about any news we see about Salt Lake City kind of up top. Uh And then if we want to do more of a recap style, we would have to pick a different franchise. And everybody voted for New Jersey. Yeah. So maybe um, you can, like I said, every week you can email us 502tylermurphy at gmail.com and tell us your thoughts and opinions on the show and on what we should do next. Um, But we probably will start... Once this one's over, we'll catch up on one and start recapping other franchises just as they come out. 
um, and which ones we see fit to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because we definitely don't want to just stop. We don't want to take a hiatus when the show stops. Yeah, that's a long break. Yeah. Um, keep the momentum going. We just hit 10,000 listens, so thank you, thank you guys for wild, tuning uh, in every week. Uh, who would have thought? I know. I mean, it, it feels very it feels very big and accomplished, like we accomplished something, so. Yeah. We got another. Unexpectedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very unexpectedly. We got another email that said, um, just basically thank you for being in my ears every week. It was very sweet. No. Oh, um, nice. She said she's on a weight loss journey, and we kind of inspire her to go on her walks every day. Oh, that's because cute. Because listen to us, so. Yes, get those steps in. Thank you guys for if listening. If you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, we gotta get there next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, please share it with your Real Housewives of Salt Lake City friends. Leave us a review. Email us. And we're excited to talk about the reunion. Yes, the reunion for episode one of the reunions. It's like it's like the Super Bowl to me. It really is. I mean, they're it's, great. I'm I'm just so excited that we are going to see the Meredith versus Lisa stuff. Like what what Meredith thinks of that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The venom, the venom of the delivery against my family. Wicked. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we were wrapping it up. All right, well, I'm Tyler. And I'm Drummond. Thank you so much. And this has been Privileged Swings. And Privileged Swings. We're saying goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.